Welcome back. It's episode 33. And guess what? I'm not hung over. I am fairly well rested. And I definitely put some effort into my appearance and my voice, how it would sound today. So today is your lucky day. And that would be my stupid heart day gift to you because it is the heart day today when we're recording. And, um, you know, I don't celebrate this, but I do then feel guilty because my children you know, expect something now because everybody else in the world gets something. So, you know, anyway, I did a little something and that's that. Um, Thank you for the comments and the um, likes. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for bearing with me the last three episodes while I have literally been in like whatever a roller coaster of midlife crisis and, um, you know, bottom feeding. And um, thank you for sharing and subscribing and following Please keep doing that um, while I pick the hair out of my mouth. Shout out. Snowy. You can make a fall with your legs. Um, And of course, out of all of us, you get to have your birthday on the Super Bowl. And I still don't know how your fucking legs are so small and toned, but whatever. Collard, thank you for um, the very encouraging phone call over the weekend to keep going. I love you. Shout out to every single teacher in this world who is currently not having sex on the premises of their school or filming their significant other who is a teacher or filming someone, filming having sex at their schools. Um, if you are having sex with students, you don't belong in this in this shout out either. All of the teachers, especially in the public school system, who are busting their ass to try and teach our children something. It's okay to raise your standards. You know what? Y'all are doing the best you can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What I'm loving. So I haven't really been shopping lately, but what I am loving is that I made my first charcuterie board and took it to the Super Bowl party that we attended. And I fucking knocked it out of the park. Not my words a lot of other people's and I have a visual, but I'm really proud of myself because of that. And I will say I did go online and look at different pictures. And yes, I went for the first time to Trader Joe's, the new one. And while it was scary, and I'm definitely not going back um, unless it's in the wee hours, it was a successful trip. Quote of the week, do not ever give up. I don't, I think A lot of people just say this, so I'm just going to say the masses, but I'm going to say that no one who has given up a lot of times probably says this as much as people who are like, fuck it, I'm getting this shit done. So do not ever give up. There is always a way. And by that, I mean, when something doesn't go your way, you can have a pity party for yourself for like three days. This is just my recommendation. I It really is up to you. But when I get disappointed, and that has happened a lot recently, I like kind of have like maximum of three-day pity party where I'm like boohoo, and then I eat bad things, and maybe I drink bad things, and then maybe I don't exercise as much or whatever. And then I'm like, oh my God, pick yourself up and get this shit done because we do not have time for giving up, do we? All right. Um, In the news, the Super Bowl happened. 
I actually was really excited that Kansas City won because everybody said the Eagles were going to win, and that was great. Um, I was with a group of people, and they liked to laugh at me about all of the questions that I asked because I do not follow football, and I have said that from the beginning. So I'd be like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? That guy looks like a baby. Why is he allowed to have that hoop earring in? Which I forgot then that they wear helmets. But still, it was a – I don't know. I – it seems unsafe. So, you know, I'm sure the NFL has a lot going on, but maybe checking their jewelry rules should be on the list of things to address. Um, apparently, while it was a really awesome game to watch and went down to the very end, sportsbook betting, I told you last week there was so much money. Um, it wasn't like the hugest payday for them. Like, I, don't get me wrong, they still made money, but that's like not as notable. And I'm venture to say that when they do their quarterly earnings, some of them, quarterly earnings, some of them might be falling short based on their projections of the Super Bowl. That's my guess. I do not have an inside source. Commercials I liked. Dave Grohl, period. I also did like the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts one. And could J-Lo be more beautiful? Like, I think it's frankly impossible, but okay. Um, I loved that they showed the guy crying. I think it's the coach of the Phillies. Um, That was really, really cute. Um, And yes, Rihanna is pregnant. And she proved yet again what a badass bitch she is in her red puffy parachute suit on the platform with the Oompa Loompas, marshmallow people all around her. It was a great show. And I loved that she used that to go ahead and be like, yep, another bun in the oven. Um, E.T. is not coming as some people are speculating because of these balloons and items that are being shot down. Now, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to tell you, if you are wasting a lot of time thinking about extraterrestrials in the balloons and the things that are being shot over, there are a lot of other issues that we could tackle and you could put your brain to use for those. So it's not happening right now. Megan Fox and MGK. I have said before, I am a huge Megan Fox fan. And I also really like MGK. And they have been engaged and they have been together and they have been super, super, super in love. And apparently there are allegations that he is cheating on her with his very hot guitar player, a girl. And she, Megan, wears some kind of an engagement ring that has like spikes on it. So I think it's the same thing if like you go over a spiky thing as you're like going into a parking deck or somewhere that they don't want you to get out of without paying. And then you reverse and it like pops all your tires. I think that it's something like that. So she's having a hard time getting that off. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know if you guys have those kinds of rings. I'm not even, I don't even wear my rings anymore. So that shows how much I know. But anyway, Trouble in Paradise there. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, two of the greatest human beings on the planet are going on tour together. So fucking excited and definitely will follow to the closest place I can go. If I can get tickets in hockey season, then you know I'm going to make that city my bitch. Paying for special seats in the movie theater. So now we pay for special seats on the airplane, and now we're going to have to pay for special seats in the movie theaters. I'm sure I will end up doing it, but I do not like this one GD bit at all. 
So these two things I'm very upset about, very upset about. They, I woke up to news that there was a shooting at Michigan State and at least three people are dead. Um, at, at this point in time, they don't have a motive, but it's a 41-year-old man. And I literally am just keep thinking to myself, what the fuck is our world coming to? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Now, compound that with the fact that last night I found out that one of the independent schools in our community um, found some kind of strange threat notes and had to cancel school and had to have the police come and raid the place looking for stuff. What the fuck? What the fuck else has to happen before like, we do something to address what is going on? And, and there's so many issues with this, mental health, guns, s- security, values, value of human life. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it, but if people have ideas, I'm super open to them because this is beyond heartbreaking. Anyway, that is going to lead me to today, I am going to have two guests on the show. Um... And I'll back up by saying I recently listened to a podcast and I know everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, I, I love these guys. But so I follow a guy named Scott Galloway. He is um, a, prof- a marketing professor at NYU. He also had a really big marketing advertising um, career before he did that. And he is like very, very knowledgeable and very much a SME in his areas of understanding. He was a guest on Dax Shepard, who, if you don't know who that is, that's Kristen Bell's Elsa, right? Is she Anna or Elsa? Shit. She's Anna. She's Anna. Um, So this is Anna's real life husband from, so, and he's super good looking and funny and has his own podcast. So, so Galloway is on Shepard's podcast. This is weird calling him Shepard, so I'm just going to say Dax. And so this was all about like the crisis that we're having with young males. As I was listening to this podcast, so many things were going through my head as as someone who has a younger brother, as someone who has five nephews, as someone who is the mother of two boys. And I don't have a, a solid pool of friends in that age group. So I went ahead and I invited two that are in their mid-20s, um, Joe and Christian, and I asked them to listen to the podcast because I wanted to get their take. Um, and so this is now our conversation. And my takeaways and the things that I was trying to ask more about specifically were are the idea of loneliness and, and how that was before during and after COVID and how that impacted them and their dating situation. Um, The dating app thing to me is just fascinating and I'm never going to stop talking about this. I'm going to try and find as many guests as possible. And then third is what I like to refer to as the pussification of today's youth. So enjoy. So Christian, you're 25. You're from South Hill. Um, How do you know Joe? Friend of uh, Steve Perkins. Okay. So I knew Steve from an event and he had a podcast and I said, there's no way you do this by yourself. Yeah. And he goes, you got to talk to Joe. And uh, we ended up, I guess you could say becoming slight friends. I wouldn't call us full friends, but. Still acquaintances. Still acquaintances. Interesting. He's yeah. trying out. Yeah. Or I, yeah. You know, I, 
Great. It's great that you have um, enough friends that you can yes. actually have a tryout role. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's been trying out. It's mm. like uh, like for me. When it's more I, if he's trying out. When I when I tried out for middle school basketball, I, I missed the cut in sixth grade, but I made it in seventh grade. I feel like that's what Joe's doing. Joe, this guy? Yeah. Like oh. missing the cut at first, but then he slowly But matured. But he invited you to be on his podcast and he broke up with me because of it. So <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. No, so, Joe's a you, you're throwing all my cards out. <laughs> I am. I was trying to hold something back for him. No. Mm. No. I don't like cards in. My spots just got, got blown up here. Your what? My spot. You blew up my spot. You gave him all of my cards. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. So did you go to college? I did. Okay. Where did you? Fairham College. Fairham. Okay. Small rural college in, near Roanoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in the Star City, so I am oh, familiar cool. of it. I also went yeah, to Virginia Tech. So, okay. Nice. So you have your own business. Yep. And Joe, introduce yourself to people. I'm Joe. I produce the podcast. Didn't mm -hmm. break up with you because did here, break up with here. Me. I am on the podcast, I know, also but, producing the but podcast. There's a, but there's a time limit to this, and there's so no there time is, limit. We just oh adapt. my god, I just don't we do had social a situation media. or a relation short that I thought was going to be longer, and it's the not, only difference so. is I'm not doing social media. No, I know, but I. We'll talk about this. I don't later. know. Seems anyway. like I didn't break up with you. I'm just throwing that out there for all the people, all your big fans. Well, allow me to say it <laughs> felt like a breakup, and I haven't bro broken up with any really fucking long time <laughs> and it still stings well i thought you said afterwards that that you were breaking up with me no i said you i clarified. feel like we just broke up and you were like really and i was like yeah that's my and way then, of, and then i yeah. said i'm sorry and you go whoa, whoa, whoa you didn't break up with me i'm breaking up with you no i didn't i said <laughs> i own my part in this anyway right. i didn't know i was going on a reality tv show we are. this is great we are. so okay so joe you're how old Who, about to be 27 i guess i love it when people i have to up. start like switching out otherwise you. it's gonna take me like six months to catch up i get up, you i so. get you and you are in a relationship yeah married married how long have you been married it'll be well, i guess four and a half years i still don't understand any of that but okay um sure. are you in a relationship i am okay I how am. how long have you been in? uh just over a year are you married no you're dating. okay so you're do you live Early together dating. we do not okay all right no, we do not great okay so <laughs> you guys both listen to the podcast right yes okay so top three things that resonated with you? I'll start with you, Christian. Great question. Um, I would say, uh, because it was a lot about young men. Correct. And and just the journeys and stuff. And and I resonated with the fact that a lot of young men can't cook, number one, right? Fair. I mean, Loved that experience. Yes, I did too. Yeah. I did too, because uh, everything's on fire. It was kind of like when I grew up. So my mom was always typically cooked. And then my dad, we typically had cereal. For dinner, if yeah. <laughs> my dad was, you know, left left to do it, so I I thought that was uh that was a good take. But overall, I, I've been hearing it a decent amount lately, especially when you talk about loneliness and especially the pandemic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, especially with young men, because I you know I have some friends that maybe aren't in relationships, and um, it's a little different for them, especially after the pandemic. Uh, and if you don't have a community, and like he said in the podcast, if you don't have a network and good people around you, it gets dark. You know, even like for me, like I'm definitely extroverted, but during the pandemic, when those three months we were isolated, I mean, for me, like I, I got into, I wouldn't call it a really dark place, but a, definitely a place where I didn't want to stay. I wanted to pack up and move. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, because if people, if, if especially young men, I can speak kind of the, the more of the young men, but if they don't have a network or they don't have a community, like 
that just that doesn't get good. Okay, so what if you had one and it was kind of taken away via COVID? Mm. Because when you're thinking about these young men, like you might have been in college at that point, or maybe right after during just COVID? so graduated 2018. Okay, so, so just after. when yep. you think about though the ones that were in high school or had just oh, started yeah. college, like if they had the ones who just started college, they had no community. The ones who were in high school had it ripped away because they probably, half of them couldn't drive. You know, right. you can't. So. Well, life experiences too. Right. Like, I mean, my sister couldn't go to prom. Right. right. And different homecomings. And yeah, I, I feel like, especially the high school kind of when, like, for example, I was a baseball and golf player. And so if, if you would have taken away like my senior season, oh, that, I mean, that would have hurt a lot. Happened to a lot. Yeah. It happened to a lot of people. Um, All right. So you've got the can't cook, the loneliness yep. and what else? So I actually resonate with this, funny enough, if this is an unfiltered podcast, which I, I believe it is, uh, the dating apps. Okay, thank God. I'm so excited. <laughs> so the reason I say that, uh, luckily I don't have to be on, on dating apps anymore, knock on wood, but um, I was on, especially during COVID, right? Didn't have a girlfriend during 2020. And and it, it was definitely interesting because I was looking for, like, obviously what I was looking for and what they were looking for were different. Mm -hmm. And with the statistics, like, I forgot the exact statistic, but, you know, the top out of 50 men, like, only four of them the girls go after or mm -hmm. five of them or 10% or, or whatever right. it is. And I even had friends that during the COVID and during the pandemic were on dating apps and they're like, there's nothing out here. And I think it's because, like, those, like, if you had 50 girls on a dating app, they went for the five guys. Right. Right. And that, that can be tough from a confidence standpoint because you're sitting there, you can't connect with people. And it's a lot less likely nowadays you're going to meet a woman at a bar or meet a woman at like a, an event or whatever it is. Um, but just to have like the confidence aspect, I thought was tough. Right. Like if you're on your phone, you're like, I'm expecting all these matches and these different things and, and you get done work and it's nothing. That wears on confidence. Oh my God. You just, I just like threw up in my mouth thinking about that. I was like, oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, that I know. Suck, suck hard. Yeah. Um, which dating apps were you on? I was on Hinge and Bumble in 2020. Okay. I understand Bumble. Is Hinge just, it's like the guy or the girl makes the initial contact? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And really is like, it's more of like, a, I guess you can call it a relationship-based dating app. Is it relationship or relation short? It's a new coin term. Oh. It's it's situationship is a dumb term, so no, relation short. No, I would call it relationship okay. because some of my friends actually met on Hinge and they're still together and like okay. that type of stuff. All right. Okay. Uh, but I would say that was the one specifically for relationships, not okay. shorts. Okay. Yep. And so when you think about your dating, I'm coming to you next, Joe. When you think about your dating criteria, sure. what, what are the... Three things that mean the most to you. And I am not going to judge anything you say. Mm -hmm. If you say big boobs, big ass, <laughs> super easy, I could care less. Um, wait, Nay, you summed it up right there. But no. I mean, really and truly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's no. though, I think that one goes on Tinder. Yeah. Right? It does. Yeah. Because yeah. then they have to talk. Yeah. So for me, number one uh, was values. And so that a lot for me is uh, like being a Christian and faith-based. So I would say values for me were a big one, especially okay. on there, which which I know is a little abnormal, but I always knew I want to start a company. I didn't know if it was going to be 24 or 34. I had no idea about that. I just knew since I was 17. So I really needed someone values-driven to be with me. Okay. Um, and so values played a big part. Um, obviously, looks didn't hurt, right? Like looks, looks played a part. Um, Do you have a type? 
that's uh, a good question. Um, so my girlfriend is brunette, so I, I love love the way she looks. Um, so I'd say that. She's probably not going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. But like short, tall, um, anything else you got? I just didn't want them to be taller than me. Right. So I'm okay. six foot. So that eliminated anyone six foot or below. I think you're, I think you're so. My girlfriend's 5'11". Yeah, which is close. I told her not to wear heels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you could just wear lifts like yeah. Tom Cruise. I know. Um, okay, so call. values, looks, and? Um, I would say like spontaneity or just like adventure, having fun. Like I want someone like I can have fun with and we just don't just like sit there all the time. So someone who's like outgoing. Who's a doer. Exactly. Someone, because okay. I'm just like, I, I very rarely sit still. And so Same. someone who can, you know, go do stuff or we can go get a drink or go hiking. or Open-minded. Exactly. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, and did you meet this girl on Hinge? That no. You're now? It's actually, it's a great story. So I was a member of Richard. I didn't ask you for it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Jeez. I'm just kidding. So we just met. I know. Um, I, uh, I was a member of Rich Country Club, big golfer. Oh, yeah. And uh, she was a bartender mm -hmm. at Rich Country Club. They do have some cute ones. And she was really cute, but I'm not I, a member. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I have this thing where I don't. I hate like when me or my friends hit on like wait staff or like bar. I just like I hate hit the feeling of hitting on someone while they're at work. Yeah. So I I've appreciate never, that. I've never been a big fan of it. So her last day before this was two years ago. Her last day before she left to go back to tech and then graduated. And then like this was her last day. Oh, she went to tech. She must and be she awesome. Did. I know. We'll have to we'll have to get you to meet. But she Love ended that. up uh, giving me her number. Nice. Right before, Big right fan. before she Big left. Big fan of that. Okay, wait. So clearly, you had gotten to know one another yeah. through going in there, yep. and so you were friendly enough that you like found out it was her last day. Yeah. So we were talking about like her last day, and she's going back to tech like the next week. Uh huh. And uh, I was I was actually having dinner with like three of my friends, right? And so didn't even think anything of it. I was like, "Good luck." Like, wait, wait, wait. Were they like, "Ooh, I want, I want some, I want in on that." I had a couple friends hit on her for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so- Did she I, turn him down? She did. Okay. And, it, and chose you. Yes. So, which was- Double whammy. Yeah, bad call on her part. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, we, we, we were leaving dinner and she comes, like she like rounds, rounds the bar and she goes, um, hey, I just want a hug before I go. And then she like slides me her, I, I mm -hmm. thought she was like trying to grab my butt or something. And she like- I like her style. Yeah. And she like slides really me her number and she goes, if you ever come to tech. Aww. And in my head, I was like, I'm never fucking coming to tech. Like I'm 24 years old. You know, like I'm not coming to tech. And, uh, and Famous so, last words. And so anyway, those were my famous last words. So we ended up getting dinner because she was leaving like that. It was like a Friday. And so she was leaving that Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we ended up getting dinner at Insuboka on that Monday. Yum. Monday night. So we did Margs and tacos and uh, that was almost two years ago. Very cool. Yeah. So is she is, she has graduated since graduated. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Side note. Was she in a sorority? She was. Which one? Try doubt. Okay. It's a good one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can, we can take that out. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, if, what do you think she values or likes about you? Like why'd she mm -hmm. keep you around? Mm-hmm. I really think it's the values part, okay. um, the faith background, and then also just the fact that like I'm a very goofy, outgoing person, and I think she really values the fact – she's never told me this, but I think she really values the fact that 
she can be herself around me. Like she can a hundred percent like be yeah. like we talk about all, all the time, like we're each other's best friend. And that's we talk sweet. about that all the time. Um, so I would say that's probably why I try not to be too goofy early on. Cause you know, you don't want to scare them away too soon. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I look, I, I was a terrible dater. I know for a fact I'd be a terrible dater if I was not married. So it's a really good thing I am married. So yeah, I didn't I enjoy that. it except for the one really good boyfriend. Yeah. The hot one. And so fun. So much fun. Um, the Euros, they know how to do it. They, they can go on like two hours sleep. It's awesome. Anyway. So, okay. Joe, mm-hmm. you met Caitlin, your wife, oh, you met your wife in college, right? Okay. Did you ever, did, like, when did, I don't even know when dating apps, like, started. Did you ever, no. No. Okay. I mean, yeah, no. Okay. So how did you so, meet, how did you meet we, It was essentially, like, we had known each other, but as a friend of a friend. Like, her best friend was, like, also one of my best friends dating my roommate, who's okay. also, like, one of her friends. And mm-hmm. so they kind of just brought us along on a trip together, started hanging out more. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a setup, but it wasn't like a here's a first like blind date. Kind yeah. Of yeah. I got. I got. You, which I worked got out you. well. Okay. Because I would have pushed back against. Being D- this, yeah. In okay. hindsight, I think it's a great move. I think it's smart when people do that. Concur. But like at the time, I wouldn't have been open to it. Okay. So had you had a girlfriend before? No, she was. Which makes it even more to your point interesting that she was the one that I married. Wow. I know. I didn't know this. Just keep going. Well. Yeah. Like <laughs> never like had a serious like girlfriend before. Okay. Interesting. Why? I don't know. Guess I wasn't like late bloomer. Maybe I don't know. Well, you're in the right camp there. <laughs> um, had you had a girlfriend before? I have. So I had a, a serious girlfriend from my senior year of high school until my sophomore year of college. So for all of you out there, all of you moms, dads, or people about to go to college, it is not advisable to go to college with a significant other. Great. Yeah. Not advisable. I repeat, not advisable. So when you're listening now and you're in a relationship, you're in a re- like, mm-hmm. let's say that your relationship was to fall apart. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or, or yours. Would you go on dating apps? Yes. Think? 100%. Okay. You would. And. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's to some extent just a reality of 2023. Okay. Yeah. So back you said earlier, like, you don't really, you wouldn't expect to, like, go out and meet people now. Mm-hmm. It, like, why? Not as much. But why? So, for example, when I was in college, and it could be the college scene as well, but even when I just graduated college when it was 2018, it was a lot easier to go up to people at a bar or go mm-hmm. up to a group of people yeah. and just hang out. Yeah. Like, not even, like, totally. not even, like, attractiveness-wise. Right. Just, like, we met new, like, they moved to Richmond, I moved to Richmond, they're, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So friend-wise, it was a lot easier. Now everyone's just so, like, closed, closed off, and everyone has tables, mm-hmm. right? And, like, it's, 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 I feel like a lot tougher now to go up to someone after the pandemic. It's just psychological. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant by weird. Not that yeah. it is weird. There's almost, like, a level of distrust, I think, in that, yeah. where which we can get into more with the dating apps. It's almost like you want to look at someone's resume and bio. And if not, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You and don't it's trust also dating apps has made it easier because it is like, I'm a very outgoing person, but even, even then it's easier to swipe right on a dating app than it is to get rejected in front of your friends. Yeah. 
Okay. Like everyone on the dating app you know is dating. They're single. They're yes. looking for that. Where well, you go? Well, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, they're at least looking for right. something. They're looking for oh, something. They're looking, <laughs> they're looking yeah. for something. Um, okay. So that actually, though, there are, there are two things, two points, oddly, only two. Um, that, number one, what you just said, um, I would like to address the pussification of our um, today. Mm-hmm. Also, can we get out there that men are way more insecure? Then people give credit to. Oh my gosh. I I definitely agree with you on this. And I'm raising boys. I I yeah. totally understand this. Um, which is why I was not a supporter of the um homecoming and the promposals. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking stupid. It, is. Yeah. it takes enough balls to actually talk to apparently it takes enough a lot of balls to actually look at someone in yeah. the eye and ask and have like a conversation with them. Um, let alone have props. Like, I, no thanks. Yeah. So I recognize that for sure. Um, but I do think we're now at a point that the pussification of like person-to-person contact is it's, – it's at an all-time like yeah. high. Because if you fuck up and you apologize over social media or text, if you fuck up big and you do that, you're a fucking coward. Yeah. Because back in the day, man – you had to face it. You had to go over to like, you would have to march over to someone's house and be like, or call them, yeah, or call them on a phone and like just talk to them. And so I feel like dating apps. I'm not saying they're a cop out. I, I I think that they have a great use, but what they do is they allow people to be so much more superficial, so much more mm-hmm. anonymous, and. By not getting rejected and by not not getting told no, this is why people are getting fired now in a mass email, not person to person. Like nobody wants to hear stuff that they don't want to hear. Right. Yeah. So that's what I mean. But also, friends of mine have been like, dating apps are so much work. It's yeah. a lot of work. And I was like, really? I never even thought about that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Jesus, dating's work in general. Yeah. So if it's more work, I was like, why wouldn't you just, so I posed this to a friend of mine who is 25, 26. She is, has a boyfriend. I was like, so why wouldn't like, if I, if I was on a dating app and I flagged some, or I saw someone and I like, if I, if I said like, let's meet for coffee or let's meet for lunch or like, yeah made a part, like, cause I'm a fan of the walk and talk. Right. And she was, or like go for a bike ride. She was like, Oh my God, no one, no one. Like people would actually think you're a psych. <laughs> and I was like, why? Like we would meet there. There's a start and an end time. Yeah. You, There's a physical activity going on. And she's like, in the daytime? Like, no, just meet for, I was like, this is so <laughs> weird. I'm like, well, what if it was like a biking tour with booze? And she's like, then they're in. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh. Alcohol, oh. it has played and it, it still does play a really big part in the dating scene, which I don't I don't really agree with. Kind of like what you're saying. Like, I, I think it's a lot better, especially first time, to meet someone with like having coffee, right? Or meet someone like that because then you kind of get to ride. know them. Like but like, and, and what, and let me tell you something. Tell what, me. What I've heard a lot from inside stories, right? I can't quote my sources. But a lot of times, are these boys or girls? Uh, both, okay. literally both. Um, that will get drunk before the dates or before the dinner or the drinks 
to like mitigate the nerves because they're so nervous. The pussification. Well, that's, yeah, I think, I feel like there's this avoidance of discomfort at any level. And that's like a highest value. Yes. Which mm-hmm. kind of, which I things am up to fail to some beyond extent. fucking over. But that's I'm, when your friend, like your 25 year old friend or whatever, like I imagine maybe her or like some of her friends, I know some of my friends did it, but like they would, you know, have three shots before even walking in to meet somebody. Okay. I got to be honest though. I, I feel guilty that I have definitely, I mean, I have, and we all have, I mean, I mean, we're, we're in similar age groups. So yeah. Yeah. She's 25. Um, yeah, I thought she was 28. I, I have been, you know, I am raising, some, thank you, but <laughs> I am raising some people. I didn't have him when I was like four, so, yeah. you know, yeah. but um, <laughs> I definitely, I totally understand that. I just feel like people are out of practice and they haven't been asked to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it, 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 I mean, it is a muscle. Like for my work example, like I do a lot of like happy hours and networking and all this type of stuff. And and it, it it was weird, especially during the pandemic and, and still now to an extent, mm-hmm. because like it's a muscle, right? Mm-hmm. Like the more you do podcast, the better you get a podcast mm-hmm. interviewing. Like the more for most people. Yeah. <laughs> and the more you uh you know, you have different tough conversations, the easier it is to have another right. tough conversation. Um, I just think people aren't even having tough conversations. Nope. I mean, ghosting's very real. Right. Right. And well, so, and I mean, that was always a thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's worse now for you guys with the cobwebbing and the orbiting and the, all that stuff because they can still monitor you. Like when you got ghosted, you just pretended like that person didn't Never exist existed. in yeah. person at the bar until you had enough drinks to be like, why the fuck wouldn't, you know, and then <laughs> there's you go from there. shots coming into play. What were you going to say? Oh, I'll just say we know how this podcast feels about ghosting. I'm not fans. I'm not a fan. We're not fans. I'm not a fan at all. But... That is because I, for so long, like never said anything to anyone if I was upset about something because, mm-hmm. I, you know, but also because I didn't want my feelings hurt, which I totally get this, but like without failing and getting your feelings hurt early on, mm-hmm. it's worse. It's yeah. like getting your wisdom teeth out. It's way worse when you're a teenager or a grown up than when you're little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if we get into the loneliness whole yes, topic, it's like, if you. you don't, it's like a little bit of an investment, like discomfort at the beginning mm-hmm. or like right. big time loneliness and not even necessarily in dating. It's like with male friends or whatever, mm-hmm. like female, just like friends. It's like, are you going to put yourself out there yeah. have meaningful friendships and relationships mm-hmm. in your life? Well, and so that leads me to like, I feel like it was so much more natural um, because we didn't, I think the the phones have made it's like an added layer of complexity now because that's such an easier way to feel like you're connected to people. But, you know, if you have 500 Snapchat people and my son will be like, oh yeah, they go to so-and-so. I'm like, what do they look like? I don't know. I've never seen them. Or they see them, you know, I'm like, that's strange yeah, the to s- me. The strange part, I have a, uh, my youngest cousin is a sophomore now in high school, I believe. And she was raised on Snapchat, TikTok, right? All these apps. And I, I look at her phone because I'm nosy. And like, I look at her phone when she's on Snapchat and it's like, it's on, it's unbelievable how many people she Snapchats. Like, it's like, it's like a hundred. Oh dude, they have the streaks and the, yeah, this the stri- and the and I, so dumb. I never understood it because yeah. all she does is she'll be like, take a picture. And they are not pretty pictures, no. by the way. I mean, a lot of them are like, you know, from down here. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. I've never, never quite understood but, that. Okay, fine. That's your thing. Yeah. But so back like 
I started thinking about how boys and young men like would like meet other guys. And so you've got the sports aspect of things, yep. but not everyone is sporty, mm-hmm. right? So then you've got your video games, which by the way, another topic, are not esports. They're not sports at all. So <laughs> they're an activity. Um, they're a competitive activity at times. So, but video games, I feel like that was a lifeline for for a lot of these guys and yeah. and and girls during COVID. And so then they're they're you know my son is friends with people in Australia and England because he plays some like Secret Life of Pets or some game that's not the name yeah. of it, but I don't get it right anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that that gives that false bravado. And then now, how do you? Like if you don't play a sport, if you don't, if you're not in the chess club, if you don't, I, is there something wrong with being in the chess club? Because no, my play, son is. I just play chess a lot. Oh, good. <laughs> That's I watch and the Queen's still Gambit. A thing. So. Yeah. So good. So it got good. me really into chess for like three days, and I realized I wasn't that good at it. So. Well, it is a strategy game yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, how do they? How do you? Well, I would push even if you are in sports or having these things, there's a layer that has to happen to transition from like, this is just my teammate, which we have this great bond. Right. But the second the season's over, right. things aren't the same. And, and, or like, you can make great friends. I'm not a gamer, but I'm assuming like you can meet someone there mm-hmm. and then, but there's a translation that has to happen. And I think that it comes back to a little bit of like, am I willing to be vulnerable or put myself out yep. there? Otherwise, I really can't bridge this gap. Like, you're my like baseball friend, you're my football yeah. friend. Am I willing, like they talk about in the podcast, to talk about what's going on at home with you? Like, that's scary. Yeah. You know, especially, like, that's not the way we grew up as guys. It's just like, we're going to trash talk and we're going to get things done, but we're not going to talk about, like, what's nagging at our mind. I know your parents aren't divorced. Are your parents together? They're still together. Okay. So I would venture to say, and this is what they were talking about in the podcast as well, where they neither Dak Shepard nor um, Scott Galloway had a male role model mm-hmm. in, and so I actually supported when the thought that two loving influences in a child's life is better than one, which is obviously better than none. And it doesn't matter what the makeup is. I'm not saying that has to be a, a male and a female. It could be a grandma and you mm-hmm. know an uncle or whatever. But I do think more is better in that regard. Um, what I found interesting was my parents were divorced and I didn't have curfews or anything like that. And so I had to adhere to like my friend's curfews and my friend's parents' rules. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like COVID really did a number because if you didn't have that kind of influence, like the, did you guys ever have friends that were like staples in your house? Uh, like yes. that would come over all the time and they knew your parents so well and your parents knew them so well mm-hmm. that they were super comfortable with them and they could kind of watch that interaction between the parents. Do you know what I mean at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that was a huge, huge, that's, that's actually the reason why I went to college was because I was like, oh, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Okay. I, <laughs> I didn't know. Right. Um. So I think that there's maybe less of that too. Because if you don't have the modeling and if you don't, like if you were to go to my house and see me and my husband fighting, would you be like, oh, this place is sucky? Or you'd be like, oh my God, thank God other people do that. You know? Yeah. I don't, yeah it just, oh, you can go ahead. No, I mean, that's, that's a great point because I think seeing healthy conflict is so important. 
because I never like I never really saw any of that, right? Like it, like out in the open. So I think if like seeing like re- like healthy conflict, like trying to work through a re- like to a resolution, mm-hmm. I think that's very important. So I would say. I don't want to like social media gets shit on a lot. So I don't want to like put too much right. on it, but like in that context, you get so curated, right? Yes. Where everything's this image you're putting on the flip side is what you're saying is when you're around people, that's a little bit more unfiltered and you just yes. see things almost in most situations that you think that you're alone. You're not like most people are going through very similar things. Yeah. Not to yes. like make everyone's experiences the same, yes. but like you're wrestling with the same things. Like, I'm like a body dysmorphia. Like that's as a guy, other, like a great example. Like guys about the guys that. like I definitely have. Like, yeah. yeah. And you're taught like, oh, well, there's like girls growing up who deal with that, but like guys don't. And then you talk with one other guy, you like make that leap yeah. that I'm talking about. And you're like, oh shit, like oh, we're, uh, we're both in this. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times that I've asked my kids like, do you have an eating disorder? Why are you not eating? Or, yeah. you know, because I, I'm so paranoid about it. I had it from an early, early age and still do. And I love their point though, that it's like guys do it for other guys. Yeah. And yeah. it they say that girls do it for other guys, which I do believe is true, but I think it's probably 50, 50. Like yeah. it's, they do it 50% for guys and 50% for girls. Yeah. yeah like even in the if podcast, not, how they yeah. said it's like guys do it for other guys, but um, Galloway was talking about like in yes. college, he got more attention. Right. So it's like, yeah. there is definitely stuff from both sexes, but I think that, I don't know, it's just, everyone's kind of like dealing with that. You're competing with yourselves. You're like, yes, there's healthy aspects of it. There are other, like unhealthy well, the ones. other thing, the thing I thought was fascinating was that when they did that study and it was like, the girls were to pick the, the, the type of body, oh, the body right. type that, you know, they think guys want. And the guys were supposed to do the same. And the girls chose the the body type that was way thinner than what the guys chose. Yeah. And that the girl, the guys chose the really like, I'm assuming Thor, which I, I mean, I mean I, that's honestly, an obvious yeah. choice. Chris Hemsworth is like, Caitlin be like, I don't really God. love like that. Like she like, likes like, looking at it, but she's like, I wouldn't like, to me, like it doesn't really make a difference if you look like that or not. I'm like, what? Like you're okay with me a dad bod, but like you don't want me to look like that. Like that yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, like, it blows. We, me and my girlfriend have similar conversations because I've always wanted to be bigger, right? Like even from a young age, like playing sports. Says every guy. Yeah, playing sports, dating, you name it. Like yeah. I was, I was six foot, like one forty. My so, I think my sophomore year of high school, right? So I was, I was a rail. Like I was skinny. And no matter how much I worked out or like, you know, took creatine or, or you name it, there's just, there's only so much I could do. Right. right. And so that definitely, that, that definitely carried me to where in college when I played baseball, my senior year, I was so tired of being, cause I was stuck on 170. Right. I was so tired of being 170 pounds. I go, if I can't, cause I was lifting like four or five times a week. So if I can't do it the right way, I'm going to do it the shit way. So I did nothing but drink beer and eat cookout for three months, and I got to 182. I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. The body dysmorphia was a big one because it makes me wonder what younger men, like what qualities do they, th- and do they put as much on the on the looks of a guy versus like the voice or how tall they are or how many girls they get or, mm-hmm. you know. I, Are you saying like younger guys growing up, like, or younger girls? Like, well, like when you're in your like high school time and 
your parents obviously know nothing. They're fucking idiots. And so your teacher's also probably fucking idiots, you know, but you yourself know it all. Right. So are you looking at who the influencers? I think there's... This is completely speculation. I think there's a lot of confusion on then, like, growing up right now, what does it look like to be a man? What do you, like, want? We're, like, even, uh, well, at least for me, I'm the youngest of four sons, so, like, I had older brothers. Right. There was much more of a clear path of, like, there's strength, there's all these things. Culture is starting to shift a little bit with, like, vulnerabilities, more of, like, key quality, and that, like, some of these, like, strength things about being a man is bad. And so, like, I could imagine if I was a like 14 years old right now, there could be a lot of confusion of like, okay, what's inherent in me? What do I want? Like, what am I supposed to be like? Like what? Well, and remember what they said, when you're a 17 year old guy, it's kind of equates to like a 15 year old girl. So when you're 14 and 15 and you're going through all of this body changing and stuff and you're just like, oh my God, like I felt bad for my boys. So I'm very forthcoming. Ask me anything and I'll tell you. Now, they they don't want to know the ins and outs of like being a girl. But there's only one question that I haven't answered like truthfully. And I just put it off until that kid was a certain age. And I was like, you can ask me again when you're this age and I'll feel more comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you are not being honest as a parent or as a brother or as – yeah. As, mm-hmm. How are how are people supposed to even know like what's normal? Right. I mean, and the being vulnerable, like there's a way to be vulnerable without seeming like an absolute pussy. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. You know. And there's a, I would argue a fake vulnerability where you think that if you're like oversharing, then you are and like right, especially on social media. Uh, where you're like, if I'm putting this out there, I like, can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. <laughs> I like I'm gonna put this. Uh, that's not being, if you're putting that on social media, you're not being vulnerable because that's the shit that you don't want. You want to minimize who sees that. Like I almost would love to, in the context that I'm using vulnerability right now, reframe it of like letting people into your life a little bit more. Yes. You know what I mean? Like actually the things that you're thinking about, actually what you care about, actually what you're worried about. So question, do you think I'm vulnerable on this podcast? To some extent, but no, I would say like as a whole no, because you're telling the truth. You're like honest. You're sharing insights into what's happening, but you're picking and choosing what you're sharing. Whereas like yes. your your core friends, you're going to talk about different things than you are on this podcast. Oh, totally. Which you should. Totally. Like that yeah. is not at all bad. Like, like nobody knows my real problems on the podcast unless they know nor me personally. They. Yeah. yeah. So going back to the the letting people in to get to know you, where does the not good enough come in? Mm. Do you guys even have that feeling or like- <laughs> Not time. me, never. 24-7. Okay, me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I struggle with that a lot because it, it, it's gotten to a point, especially with having my own company, that it's like, I'm never happy with how a day goes, even if it's good, uh-huh. right? Because I'm like, I could have done also X, Y, and Z. So I really had to like take a step back mentally because it, it's, it's almost- Okay, so I'm going to speak from this point- of you from the academia and then from the athletics, like from a young age, everything I did was performance-based. Absolutely. From academics, right? Absolutely. To athletically. And that instills in your character that like, 
you need to be this or you're not good enough. You perform for praise. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So like literally my entire life has been like either baseball, golf, or academics, and that's it, and just graded on performance. And mm-hmm. so I've done that with the business to a full extent to a point where it's like draining me mentally. And I'm like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to work a full day today because I just don't mentally have it. Question on the, when you are able to, if you have your own boundaries for Mm -hmm. that, like, are you able to shut that off? And then when you shut that off, are you like, oh my God, I'm fucking exhausted. Yes. Literally. It's like I ran a marathon some days. Same. But that's me every day. Literally, by yeah. the time I get ha- like I get into my husband's like, oh my god, you go to bed so early. I'm like, it's yeah. fucking exhausting being me. <laughs> it's I, I literally, it's so hard. Yeah. Well, you um, also give a lot. Uh, well, it yes. seems like you give, because like uh, as someone who does podcasts themselves, like it takes a lot of you mm-hmm. to do a podcast. It takes a lot of you to like do different activities and run companies. Like, do it takes a lot of like your energy away. So like, I even feel bad sometimes. I got to tell my girlfriend like I don't have it today. And like, she's like, why are you so quiet? And I'm just like, I just, it's not that anything's necessarily wrong. I feel you. It's just like, I, I, I don't want to produce words. You know? Right. Right. So. I'm going to take a little bit different angle. I feel like in business ownership, like imposter syndrome is like a thing now that people talk about, which it's like it's the second so we start real. talking about it, it is so real for it's everyone. So real. Yeah. That like wasn't a term, obviously that I was at all familiar with growing up. Okay. And yet if I put myself in so many different shoes, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, I'm a freshman now, I'm on varsity. And I'm like, okay, like, am I like good enough? Like, what happens if I don't? Like, I, I okay, I'm starting now. What happens? Or like, here's this test coming. Like, everything is so mm-hmm. performance-based. And I think that we've conflated a little bit confidence with like mm-hmm. being willing to admit, like, I like don't know if I'm good enough. And like, what is good enough? And yes, and I'm here. Like, I don't know if yeah. I feel like I deserve this. And but then, like, what does that then look like to be able to to approach with confidence? To be able to walk up to a girl and talk to you know what I mean? Like, I would love if that was talked about with yeah, people growing point. up because they're dealing with it the same way that you and I are. If like, okay, we have a new pricing model. Is someone like on board with that? And all of these new same. things, you know, same. Like, I keep uh, uh, as. In the future, I will be um, on spring break with Uh-oh. not only the college kids, but the high school seniors too. <laughs> and I, one of my son's friends has been asking me on a podcast and I'm like, well, that's awesome. Like, what do you want to talk about? And he's like, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, so I saw him recently. I was like, hey, we're probably going to film most of it on spring break. And he was like, oh my gosh, what's the topic? What's the theme? I was like, uh. I don't know. I come up with it like the day before, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be basic life skills in where we are right now and what you can do later when you leave your mommy's house, if you leave your mommy's house. Right. He was like, okay. And I was like, they're going to fucking hate this. (laughs) But I am worried that like some of these things are not talked about. And so I've even said to my, like I've had best friends of mine be like, oh my God. You told them what age you were when you had sex. And I was like, yeah, like, do you not? And they're like, no, no, we don't talk about that stuff. I'm like, nobody yeah. fucking talked to me about it. Yeah. So yeah. I you need to know. Open. I want to be like, come to me if you need something. And fun fact, I did have a picture this morning. My son walks out to his car and um, I guess it is Valentine's Day. And he goes, oh my God, mom, look. And I was like, girlfriend, she's so sweet. And um, it's like a poem and Reese cups and candy and a condom wrapper. (laughs) 
And he's like, oh my God, I just got tagged. And so then he's checking Snap and he's like, oh, so-and-so got tagged. So-and-so got tagged. So I was like, tagged? who are these people? They are girls that are going around and like putting the stuff on the um, cars. Hmm. And I'm like, who tagged? is it? Tagged. Never heard of that. Well, wow. it's a thing. Um, so I took a picture and I was like, okay, well, I mean, if that's what you got for value. So by the way, I do want to say, parlaying into the loneliness, I am not a fan of this day. I do not celebrate Valentine's Day. I think it is fucking ridiculous. I do not need a day, a particular day, to tell people that I love them and show them, you know, like uh, how much I, I appreciate them, et cetera. That sounded gross. I didn't mean it that way. But um, what I realized, though, is that in this like loneliness and all that, mm-hmm. I was like, gosh, I wonder if there are the people that like love, love, love Valentine's Day. It's like that's the one day that they do get someone mm-hmm. that says, I love you or you're awesome or you're a great fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting sad because I was like, shit, if that's the only day during the year or like it's so few their days are so few that you get that. That sucks. And did y'all get, I mean, what did, what was it? Well, I feel like there's also the flip side of it of people who are already lonely and it's just like an extra mindset. Oh, We're like, 100%. I feel like that's like. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was about to say. It's like, I, it, it doesn't make sense in my head because it's like, it's celebrating love on, on one hand. But then on the other hand, there's, a, there's people who are single and like, there's nothing wrong. Like that, that was the, you know, let me, uh, let me go on a rant real quick. You know, what's the Dude, worst part time. before, like, before I started dating over a year ago, my current girlfriend was I was 23, 24, right? Focusing on my career. Like I was dating around a little bit, but I, I didn't have a serious girlfriend. And like people would come up to me. They'd be like, so you don't have a girlfriend? And I'm like, no. And they're like, we got to get your girlfriend. And that line right there. Oh, I would want it. Knock them out. I mean, that line, I'm like, first of all, who are you to tell me we got to get your girlfriend? Like, I'm, I'm some what sort of- What if I'm gay? Yeah, well, I'm some sort of like little guppy here. Like, I'm just begging for a girlfriend. And like, you have no idea like what my priorities are right now. Like, like I, I just think that that's ridiculous in, in of itself. I agree with you. And I think that we as a society have become trained to what you think is the next- or like a, a topic of conversation, like the 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 something that would so right now, for instance, we've got a lot of people applying for colleges. So it's always these these kids are so where are you going? Where have you, you know? So I try really hard sometimes to either say like, hey, what's so-and-so doing after college or mm-hmm. after high school? Or sure. how are you? Like, tell me what's going on with you yeah. rather than, and I actually was talking to a friend who says she never asks yeah. about your typical thing that you would ask that age group because they're exhausted. They're, they're not feeling confident. They're don't want to think about it. They're super stressed. Well, I think that feeds into also what we're saying of like, when you think you're the only one who's in a certain situation, because yes. then if everyone's asking this question, you're like, well, I guess I'm the weird one. Like, I don't fit yeah. in. But if everyone was actually honest with themselves, I bet there were a lot of other students who didn't really want to go to college. A lot that did go to college and probably been like, that wasn't really a good decision for me. You know huh. what I mean? Like, oh my God. Well, yeah. Well, and I find it interesting to that point that even back when I was, I mean, a few years ago when I was in high school, like it, it was the natural thing to do was to go to college, but I did not realize that 
in many areas, that's not the norm. Like that's not how it would, they would, you know, people would just go, go into whatever job, family business, vocation they were going to do. And I remember thinking, I can't believe so-and-so didn't go to college, even though their parents were going to pay for the whole thing. And because I didn't know any different. And I was one of the ones who went to college. Shouldn't, I should have had a gap year or not gone at that time because I had no business. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I hate that these kids now have to figure out what do I want to do? And now, hey, P.S., if you go by the 666 rule, (laughs) you know, it's like I got to make six figures. I've got to be this person. I have to be well-equipped. Take a pill. Oh, I I didn't (laughs) think it was six-pack abs. I thought it was six-inch. Is it not? No, it's six-inch. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which that is the – what is that? The Tom – I don't know the size of Tom Brady, but I mean like – that's the Tom Brady's of the world who yeah. are genetic freaks and not the norm. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, don't know. I, I, I heard a study that it was like, uh, it was kind of similar. Well, if you want someone who's six foot and makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, and then there's one other criteria, but it wasn't the, the penis size. And, uh, it was like, you're, you're talking about like the top 2% of men or like yeah, 2% of not the TikTok top, but like time. the 2% of men that's like, that 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 criteria, and then you're like a bottom fifty percent woman. <laughs> like you want these things, and you're someone who like who doesn't have much to offer. And you're like, well, well, if he's not, you know, making six figures and all this, and you're like, or you do, but it's a numbers game of like, okay, yeah. there's twenty then like females, same criteria, if you will, for one guy who meets their standards. Yes, which so, is what they talked about on the podcast and another the dating th- app. Yeah. The dating apps. This is where I feel like. It's just contributing a little bit mm-hmm. to the work and the maybe loneliness. Because if you met up first and you were like, you could witness firsthand how they treat other people, how how someone treats wait staff, how someone treat treats other people is a huge indicator of whether or not they're an asshole or not. But you don't know. You don't know until you meet somebody. And everyone's like, don't they don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, dating's so hard. Well, when you look at a one picture or two pictures, which by the way, the baseball hats just include one without, um, you don't get a picture of that person. No. It's been, so getting married young, very interesting, very young. Very young. Obviously, like a lot of our friends, like we're either just dating or like, um, like we're single yeah. and looking to date. And so it's been a very interesting perspective where there are a lot of like Caitlin and our friends who are like, girls dating and like seeing what it's like for them and the guys yeah. dating. And I feel like it's just, I don't know, you look at it almost from like a bird's eye view and you're like, this just doesn't add up. Like this person would be a great fit for you, but like you're thinking that this is what you need. And then you're going after this guy. And then like, you feel the same way every time. Cause he treats you the same way. And like, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm like, well, which, what do I do? Which to be fair which, yeah. is dating when you didn't have the dating apps, you would be attracted to a certain type. And yeah. then you'd be like, Oh my God. Then you date a, a nice guy, me. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh my God, y'all. He like opened the door for me. Wasn't that so sweet? And yeah. they were like, that's fucking normal. Yeah. 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 I mean, for, oh. I mean, talk about like confidence and stuff through high school and college, I was trained to be an asshole. Right. To women. Like there's like, if you wanted to be cool, like you, I mean, obviously, but there's a certain extent, but like you shouldn't be the quote unquote nice. Yeah. Guy. And it's like, which all of these things I think are actually to some degree important for a relationship, like yes. banter, all this stuff. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, okay, well, I need to be like 
this much of a troll almost and yeah. like this much of an asshole but not too much here and like it's like this game that doesn't really translate to you being a good significant other correct like, you, you i agree I, mean? I think you're kind of an old soul though because i and not knowing this uh-huh. as because i didn't have an older brother or anything boys are really fucking clueless <laughs> and they do and say the dumbest shit and they don't know it and they don't mean to they just don't know any better and even if they do know any better they still don't realize how it comes across to someone so if you're like hey oh my god when you sit like that your arm looks super fat and you say that to a girl oh my god like yeah. that's yeah bad but in their head they're like what it doesn't, it doesn't you know? look like that normally exactly <laughs> so, so there's, yeah. there's, that, there's that like world of that you've got to go through that stuff but nobody else is talking about that so then you're like wait oh, oh. right yeah. okay yeah. i'm not the cool you know and everybody wants to be cool most of the time yeah Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, we could have you back and you could tell us more, but I really appreciate you coming on. I know you have a hard and fast deadline. So you, good luck with you and your business and your podcast that took away my producer and (laughs) your girlfriend. Thank you. And thank you you for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. Welcome. Not so deep thoughts. I had to jot them down. Okay. I am always fascinated and laugh so hard when one person says a word one way and then that's not the way that you say it. And so you say, do you go with what they say or do you say the way that you say it? For instru- for instruments, that's not the word, fuck. Um, I was driving down here and I was listening to something and they were like, blah, 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 Calgary, which is in Canada, fun fact. Um, but they were saying it's Calgary, so is it Calgary or is it Calgary? And then like, if someone was to be like, oh my gosh, Calgary is so beautiful. I'd be like, where? But then do you feel dumb? And I, I don't know what to do with in those kinds of things. Like, it's the same way with like, I guess, Caribbean and Caribbean. Like, if you say the way you say, and it's different from the way they say, are you like kind of s- trying to correct them or not? I don't know. It's, it's can always be awkward. Um, number two, um, shoehorn. Okay. First of all, I, I know what that is, but like where, why it's not a horn. A horn is like what a rhino has or like, I don't know why it's that, but it's a really fucking stupid word. Number three, it is not advisable to sit next to a person who is very, very invested in the rescue and fostering of adorable breeds of dogs because I may or may not have put my name in to foster and adopt another very large dog during the Super Bowl. So if, even though my husband said, absolutely not. So it, I'm just saying, it can happen. Just like you start out with twins, you have a surprise and you lo and behold have three kids under three. Okay, this this was so much better. I feel so much better. Next week, either I'll have a guest or I won't. Okay, um, just remember, it's going to be fine. Happy heart day to you. Do whatever you would like to do and um, enjoy the holiday weekend coming up. All right, bye. Bye.